welcome to the Living and Collective Podcast, where we are inspiring and equipping women into living their full lives while working together as the collective. Hello, friends. We're back for another podcast. We're so excited to join y'all virtually. Virtually. I guess we're always virtual on a podcast. <laughs> but we're virtual with each other. We're virtual with each other. It's very that's what sounds, yeah. That's what's really odd for us, but we're getting used to it. We're, you know, diving into the new normal as I'm sure you all are. We all are trying. A virtual lacy hug isn't quite as good as a real one, but I'll take what I can get. And she holds that sweet baby up on the screen and I can't touch her. I'm dying. It's ridiculous. And every day that she grows and she's like, hey, I'm not a newborn anymore. Now I'm turning into a real baby and no one's met me yet. I'm like, dang it. I was cracking up this morning because she was like coming over to see you. I was like, oh, is she walking over? And Christy's like, yes, she's got her coffee. (laughs) Feels like it. It feels, I had her in a little carrier the other day and we were just, all I can do is like walk up my street and back. And someone was like, oh my gosh, that's a little bitty baby. And I was like, really? She seems massive. She's nine pounds. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Is that how much she is now? Nine pounds? Nine pounds, 12 ounces. So she's working her way up. She's getting close. Oh my gosh. What size clothes is she in? She's in zero to three. Newborn is kind of tight right now. Yeah. Breaks my heart. Oh my gosh. Because I already went through the time where I thought I was folding up little newborn clothes for the very last time with Thatcher. (laughs) Who knew I was going to get to do it again? (laughs) Eight years ago. This is the last time I'll fold a newborn onesie. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you feeling like that now? Yeah. <laughs> I had my six-week appointment yesterday. We were talking about our family planning plans. Mm-hmm. And so one of the midwives had told me, like, you might want to leave your options open because, like, once this little baby grows and the one yesterday we were, I was able to be a little more honest with, you know, this was already a surprise. We are (laughs) over the moon with her. However, we are complete. We're full. We are complete. We are, we are nearing retirement at this point. So (laughs) (laughs) might be time to stop procreating. (laughs) Callan's leaving for for college. Totally. He's going to be like a grown man by the time Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. I told the midwife, I don't want to see you again in nine months. I love you like <laughs> crazy, but one time in the birthing tub was good enough for me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Very good. That's so funny. Um, okay. Well, you guys, we have all kinds of ideas for you guys. We have a couple of fun announcements today, but we were talking about five things we want to talk about, just simple things that we can do at home. Five things that we're doing right now to help us get through this time. I do feel like since we last talked to y'all, we were kind of like all settling into a new normal. And now I feel like even more so everyone I've talked to is kind of like, we're in this new phase, right? So I think the newness has worn off the you know, ups, downs. And I think, well, let me back up. It's still very up and down, but just kind of everyone's finding a new rhythm. And this is kind of a great time to look at your habits and intentions and kind of reframe some of those if you want to and kind of figure out how you want to live, you know, for the next few months while we're doing this. So we have five tips for you guys today. I'm really excited about these because I think it is a big shift 
because of the way this has worked out, it's been information trickled out over time, exactly what you said. Anything that shows me like the stages of taking all this in has been so helpful because that first week it was like, you know, it was unsettling, but it was adrenaline and like Zoom meetings with your girlfriends were fun and novel. And then like now that we've gotten to what are we like a month, a month and a half out? And it's kind of like, okay, wait, okay. So this isn't just a party. Like now at this point, it's, it's, we've all kind of hit the sadness, anxiety, anger, whatever the emotions are. And now settling back into, like you said, the roller coaster is still there, but just that, okay, now for the long haul, especially approaching summer as parents, Mm -hmm. potentially, how can we do this in a way that's healthy? And how can we rethink about health? Like during a time where our health is really important to us and just being proactive, whether it's I love that. or physical. I don't think it's been on the top of a lot of people's list, but it is a great time when we come out of this. I know everyone's going to want to feel good about themselves, feeling well, feeling energized. Um, and it really is about all the choices we're making right now. A lot of little choices add up to a big choice. Yes. That's why we want to make these five things that are really a part, can be a part of your every single day. They're kind of the low hanging fruit, the things that will really make you feel better quickly. And we're in the, we're in the trenches with you. So the things that we're trying to do also, we have not mastered them. Um, but I really like these. Yeah. All right. You kick off number one and these are not, these are nothing we haven't said before. And, um, but it's just great to be reminded of them and then like new little tips and tricks to put them into your life. Definitely. So our first one is movement. And this looks a little different for all of us because a lot of us are used to doing our movement or our workouts at a gym or a studio that now we don't have that option. Um, But movement has so many different pieces that benefit us. So we know about the physical implications of movement. And this can be, you know, an actual workout or it can be going for a walk with your family or going for a bike ride. I mean, I've never seen, I don't know about you, Lacey, but like, I've never seen so many people riding bikes oh. on the street. Like, it's so funny how the weeks go on and you see like, at first it was just walking and now we're seeing more people riding bikes. Like, go unrest your bike and, but just oh like, my gosh. the uh, Tyson actually, side note, Tyson actually just got a new bike. We, um, I've been wanting to get his 40th birthday is in May. So I was like, he'd been looking at it. I was like, I was going to get you a new bike. and. Anyway, he's been riding with guys, like groups of dads, and they're mountain biking, and all the dads are like, we need a new bike, too, and um, the bike shops in town are definitely, what did a friend say? She called them the, uh, the like, unplanned winners of the, <laughs> of the quarantine. Like, there's businesses that are just, like, the winners, and bike shops are winning right now, for sure. <laughs> Literally, I'm seeing new bikes on my street all the time. Oh, Yeah. So that's one way. That's one way you can move. So you can think outside the box of work, just simply working out. Um, remember how we talked about, we've talked before in podcasts about that um, non-exercise movement too. So doing a workout is a great way to get a mood boost. And we talked last week, um, Lacey's releasing a workout every, pretty much every day. I don't want to put you in. Every day, y'all. <laughs> She's amazing. So those are things you can do at home. Like almost anyone that you follow in the fitness space right now is providing some sort of free content. So if you want to do a high intensity workout with Lacey one day and do a yoga class the next day with somebody else, like, you know, there's so many different little things that you can tap into, but also be thinking that your movement, because we are at home, it's a lot easier 
to just sit. Um, and that movement, since we're not running errands, think about the little things, just parking and walking from our cars and the things that we organically do every day that now we're not doing. Um, it's going to take a little more. So just Plus, it's such an easy mood boost. I just literally went outside and stood in the sun because I'm embarrassed to say I haven't been outside yet today. And it's a gorgeous day in Austin. Um, being in the sun is so important for us. It is vitamin D. It wakes us up. It helps our circadian. And I just said circadian, but I meant circadian. <laughs> I know what you meant. We all do what you meant. What is true, and I, I actually had to talk to a client this week about that, is um, we are missing that non-exercise activity. So it is great to get the workout in, but that's not going to substitute our normal activity for the whole day. Um, so that we do need to try to offset that just by, I'll go walk with my kids while they are riding the bike or take the dog for a walk or you know, go check the mail. Just trying to add in the steps. Like I've been more big, more big. I've been more big. See, <laughs> I think we all are. I've been more focused on just trying to get a step count in. Um, not, and I have not hit it every day, but just as like a goal to be like, oh gosh, I've only moved 2000 steps today. Like that's not a good indicator. So um, just trying to at it is going to take more effort than it used to just with our, you know, daily habits. And think of that as a positive thing. Like this is an opportunity and check in. If you're with other people in your home, especially kids, more than likely they need it too. So pull them along, like whether it's a hike, a five minute walk around the block, um, driving to a park that's open near your house, like just making it something easy, but, but don't, you know, don't think of it as like a dis, I mean, it, it could be a discipline, but like, think of it as something fun. Think of it as an, a reason right now to spend more time together as a family or, or maybe by yourself, put on a mm -hmm. podcast, put on some music. When you feel that stress level rising because you have nowhere in your home to get away, say, hey, I'm going on a 15-minute walk and use it as your time. Use it as something that is more like a self-care piece of, okay, I'm going to get outside in the sun, move my body, and also get some alone time. It's very That's hard to find. That's a great idea. That's hard to find right now. We could all use a little bit of that. <laughs> It's a real dichotomy um, between like, I'm so alone. I'm not with my friends and I'm never alone. I'm constantly. Right. I had a friend, I, maybe I said this last week, but, um, that she's an introvert and she's like, Oh, everyone thinks this is an introvert's dream. And she's like, but it isn't because introverts need to be alone and we're never alone. I was like, Oh, I didn't even think of that. Totally. And I think for introverts being an introvert, like that intentional time with your friends where you feel like it's versus the constant like, mom, 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 or look oh at this, gosh. look at that. It just, it does. It kind of messes with your mind. Thank goodness. I so love it. A couple of my kids have started, started calling me Lacey because <laughs> I stopped responding to mom. And now like Davis full on, he's like, Lacey, Lacey. And I, I respond to it and it's so like subconscious, but I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to work on that. <laughs> You're going to need another new name that oh is not gosh. associated with mothering. No, not this at all. Real. All right. First one, movement. Second one is sleep. Oh my gosh. Sleep is so important. This is really important. You're in a whole special category by yourself right now with that newborn baby. Oh my gosh. Um, so you're just happy to probably get sleep whenever you can. Um, absolutely. But, but it's a reminder of why sleep is so important yes. hormonally for your energy, for your immune system, for your mood, all of the things. 
Yeah. Our systems kind of like recover repair when we sleep. And, um, it is hard being like in this different schedule. I know a lot more people are kind of like sleeping in your schedules changes. I would encourage people, I don't know how you feel about this, but I would encourage people to try, especially during the weekday, just stick to some kind of schedule. Um, our bodies like that, especially when sleeping. Um, so try to go to bed and wake up at the same time every day around, you know, with flexible with that. Uh, make sure you're in a dark room, a cool room, limit screen times before bed. Um, we talk to our clients a lot. They've done a lot of sleep studies more recently that we need more sleep than they had previously thought. More in the like eight to 10 hour range, people for a long time were like, oh, six to eight hours, you're fine. Um, um, on the flip side, which is probably going to go into like our next couple things is the nutrition piece. And it's interesting. I'll Tyson, I'm just going to I'll throw home under the bus here for a second. The first couple of weeks of the quarantine, we of course were like baking, eating, blah, 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 all the things. And he said, he's like, I've just been sleeping so bad. And he's like, that's literally the only thing I can think of. And I said, gosh, I mean, really like nutrition affects way more things than we think. Right. And you're only recognizing that because you're having like a physical after effect of it. Um, but getting that quality of sleep is, is really, really important. It's huge. And, and I think right now it might be just me, but if you're finding yourself overwhelmed or feeling like some mood disturbance or feeling anxiety or depression, which I think we can all honestly mm -hmm. say, there are too, yeah. waves, right? These are all things we can be looking at. So sleep is really, really important in reference to that. And I saw an interesting little um, picture on Instagram, a coach writing that like staying up Netflix and late nights on one side, like it sounds so fun and pizza and whatever. And then versus like, you know, keeping a schedule and waking up in the morning again, like we can be more flexible. We're not trying to get to the bus stop at a certain time. However, there's just something about our mood. If you're finding that your mood is kind of all over the place or you're feeling a little bluesy, like check out, am I going to bed on a time that gets me up? kind of not with the sun, not at 6am necessarily, but like seven, eight, when the sun's coming up so that you can really enjoy that sunlight hour. Cause the longer yeah. we're awake in the darkness, that's not how our bodies were designed. And so it's right. kind of make everything a little bit weird. Right. Yeah. And that's back to like the movement piece. Like I would encourage you guys to like get up and kind of start your day with some movement or at least like get out of bed and you know, move around your house too. Cause I, if I start my morning, like super loungy and like lay around, my energy is just zapped. Like, I think like it just makes me even more tired. So I, when I wake up, I try to like get right out of bed, go make coffee and do my little morning routine. But, um, sometimes I've noticed, you know, even with other family members, the more you kind of like lay around the the more tired you feel. 100%. So far my most, I can't do a whole lot yet, but the, my most magical mornings have been mornings that pretty much drink my coffee and then I can walk to the end of my street and back. And just doing that it is no, by no means really exercise or a workout. It's not very far, but just that act of getting out of the house, being in the sunshine and moving my body, exactly what you said. The whole rest of the day I feel more energy. And I just kind of feel like it was a great way to start. So just think about some of those easy things you can do, but having that rhythm. Okay. So sleep, yep. if you're having trouble sleeping, Lacey mentioned, so 
temperature of your room is a big one, especially in Texas. It's already starting to get a little bit warm. Um, darkness is a huge factor. Um, so even, I know I like to sleep with a little mask to keep it even darker because I'm yeah. real dark. Yeah. Real dark. I like real it. dark. Lavender is a great, you know, if you like aromatherapy or you want to have like some essential oils in your room or like taking a bath at night with Epsom salt has magnesium in it that kind of calms you down. And if you put some lavender in it, that can help too. Um, Cause I know we have a lot in our minds right now. It's kind of hard to shut your mind off sometimes at night. Breathing just doing some deep breathing can calm you when you I love that. Sleep. I love These that. Little things. These little those things. Are, those are great tips. There you go. What's number three? Sleep. All right. Number three. This is what I really need help with. I don't know what the issue is. I know water, you guys, what is happening? I know I complained about this on the last podcast. I literally made a huge water yesterday and I just looked at it. I'm actually just not craving water. I think it all goes back to like the less movement piece. Like, I don't know what it is. I sure am craving coffee though. And we, as we know, like that dehydrates us, it is counterproductive to us drinking water. Um, we really need water. Our cells are made of mostly water. It's going to give us energy. It's going to help with so many things. Um, I'm definitely not getting enough. We recommend half your body weight in ounces. So if you're 200 pounds, a hundred ounces of water. Um, how are you doing with your water? It's hard. I totally agree with you. I'm not drinking nearly enough. So I'm, why I'm, is it so hard right now? No, cause we're at home. So it feels like it would be easier, but it's almost the opposite. It's almost like when we're on the go, we tend to like grab our water bottle, take it with us. I don't know. I know why. And we're, again, we're coming up to those warmer months. And so yes. I think just by default, we're probably going to start losing if we haven't already a little bit more fluid just from being warm and sweating. Mm -hmm. So we need to start getting into these healthy habits now. So, and whatever it takes, like it might take like starting to make some teas that like you keep in your refrigerator or we just had I I love that. where it came from. All this mint started growing in our backyard. So there's, Oh, can I have some? Yes. You are more than, I don't really know okay. what to do with it, but Thatcher made some like mint water in one of our fancy water dispensers. It ended up just sitting there, but it would have been great if we had drank it. That's awesome. So, like you can do something like that, like a little infusion, mm -hmm. lemon and mint or whatever you have laying around the house. Um, just to remind yourself to drink something. I know. And I actually, I mean, I have actually physically been waking up like my mouth is parched, y'all. If that is not a sign, I'm dehydrated. I don't know what is. But I just like during the day have – and I love water. I usually drink a ton of water. Um, I just haven't been craving water. And then I – again, I found myself hungrier than usual. And I honestly think that's also a sign of being thirsty. But it's our bodies like it's a false signal. I think I'm hungry, but I'm actually thirsty. Um, so I encourage you guys to try that too. Like especially at afternoon lull drink your water. It'll help you with your energy levels. Um, I wonder if that's part of it is because we're at home. Mm -hmm. Even when we get that thirst signal, we still can um, interpret it as hunger just because we're yes. of We're around food all the time. Um, we were, or if you were on the go, you might just be like, Oh, I need some water. Completely. I feel hmm. like our, I don't know. My eating schedule is definitely off because I'm just at home. So I'm around food it's just uh, can turn into more of a constant graze all day long yeah. than yeah. the meals I used to do when I had somewhere to be at 10 and then somewhere to be at. Yeah. Know. Okay. I love that. So we have movement, 
sleep, water. Number four, I love this one, granting yourself some patience and grace during this time. Um, I love this one because every day I wake up with really strong intentions of how my day is going to go and it never goes that way. So just instead of just throwing in the towel on, even if you have a goal with water and say you didn't do water one day, whatever your goals are, I want you guys to just think about granting yourself patience, not trying to perfect anything and just giving yourself grace to just do the best you can do during this time. And whatever that looks like each day, just thinking I tried and it was great. And this is the best I did today. This is, that is so important. I'm so glad you put this on our list because I think right now there's multiple ways every day we can just kind of already, if you're in that negative headspace, it just gets that easy to kind of go through that list of every way that you failed. And if you're at home as a parent right now, I mean, just layer it on even thicker because I know for me, I mean, every day I try to hide my phone from myself in a kitchen drawer and then somewhere around three or four, I find myself deep in the hole of social media and my son is trying to show me the PowerPoint he made on rats or something, literally. <laughs> You're and like ignoring him. <laughs> and then I'm lying down in bed that night thinking like, why couldn't you just like put your phone down and, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever way it is, it's being short with our temper or I love that we just can't be patient enough or gracious enough with ourselves and reminding ourselves that the grace that we extend to ourselves is going to be what we end up giving to the people around us. Oh, that's so good. Right? So that's it's not so good. necessary. We have to, um, I don't know about you, but when I'm in my head, I tend to be more critical of everyone else around me. Cause really I'm just feeling bad about myself. Yeah. And what oh, is that? hundred percent. It, it's such a light bulb moment when you realize we are in tune enough with your like feelings and emotions to think, oh, that isn't about them. That's about me. That's how I'm feeling. Um, I have come into that in the last year and it's been awesome. And it's really, once you recognize that, it's easy to kind of redirect those feelings and then you can move past it. But um, otherwise you're just going to build up kind of like resentment and kind of just negative feelings that, um, that you feel are outward focused, but you're just putting it back on yourself. And again, it's another strain on our mental health. So like mm-hmm. we don't need, you know, negativity is a real thing and our bodies physically respond to that. So right now we don't really need any more layers of, we have enough real stresses just in life changing. Even if, if you're not being directly affected in a negative way right now, just the fact of so much change happening. Yeah. We're, we're all experiencing stress in some way. And so adding that stress of negativity or criticizing yourself or feeling guilt or shame mm-hmm. um, isn't going to help. And I love what you said. I mean, I love this really extends to everything in our relationships, in our, whether we're working out, whether we're eating, eating a certain way. And this is something we always tell our clients is that every minute is a new chance. Every minute is a new so let's just say you accidentally fell into, you know, the cookies for breakfast in the morning. That doesn't mean your day is shot or yeah. you realize it's two o'clock and you haven't been hydrating all day and you haven't gotten outside or moved your body at all. The day is not over. Like, don't wait till tomorrow. Just, right. just start where you're at. I love that. I know. I, um, I have definitely been like practicing what we, what we preach with the 
kind of even that restriction mentality, um, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to have a perfect day. I'm going to hit all my numbers and eat all my protein. And then one thing goes off and I want to just be like, it's off. I'm just going to start tomorrow. And I do have to just think, okay, it's not a big deal. I just ate that one thing. I've eaten really great all day. I've nourished well, and then just move on instead of the self-sabotage. But I can feel it even when I try to I feel like the answer is more restriction, more boundaries, more guidelines. And I, that just never, as much as I want it to, it never sets me up for like a good place to be. Um, it really works opposite of how you think. It, does. It? it really does. And I, I'm doing, um, a birth fit program. That's a, uh, baby pre postnatal program, but it's like core, it's all about core healing. So it's not even a workout. It's, um, all just more rehabilitation movements. Yeah. It's so interesting at the end of week one, one of the workout days, um, workouts was actually something we read and it was all about the growth mindset and about how, um, if we can take our mistakes and let them be something that changes us and that we grow from and look at our mistakes in a positive way, you know, then everything in our life becomes something good that's making us into who we're supposed to be. And I just thought that was really interesting, right? How important that is. Obviously postnatal, because you're in this new relationship with a human being. Right. Really in anything we're doing, having- I love that. Well, even thinking like if I overate on cookies, I keep using that example because it's actually true. So, or cookie dough or whatever. Let's say I ate like five cookies and- I look back and I'm going to think, instead of thinking I should never eat cookies, I can't eat cookies. I should just be like, you didn't feel good after five cookies. Like you should just try one cookie. You should still enjoy it. You can have cookies, just not five all in one at one time. Um, Anyway, just thinking that for me, that's growth mindset of being like, I'm just going to have like practicing moderation instead of like all or nothing. My old absolutely. No, absolutely. And how, and what did we learn? Like, I know whenever I do that, like I usually don't feel well, whether it's my stomach feeling off or feeling racy heart. Cause I just consume like my body weight and sugar or whatever it is like learning. Oh, I feel bad in my skin when I do that. It's not really worth it. We, we could do a whole nother podcast. Cause we were talking earlier about like how our brains, why our brains go that direction. And it's actually a very healthy reason. It's the way our bodies were designed. Yeah. We'll do that on another day. Cause it's fascinating that it's not necessarily a moral flaw in us as humans. It's the fact that we just have so much good food available to us that it's I love it. difficult. Yes. I can't yes. wait to dive into that. Okay. Last okay, one. Okay. Last one is some kind of mental stimulation. Um, reading. I know we are, we are all joke about the net. I think everyone's kind of Netflix out at this point. The Netflix memes are dying. Like everyone's watched Tiger King and we're moving on. Um, some kind of mental stimulation, whether you're like learning something new, reading a book you haven't read, um, having a fun hobby, creating crafts with your kids, like just thinking outside the box a little bit. I think, um, for me, which has been really fun. Um, are doing things around the house where like we needed to paint some rooms. We've been dragging our feet about and I was like, I'm just going to paint those rooms. But she um, literally painted rooms herself. I saw <laughs> it was amazing. And your craft, tell them about your craft. Cause that was kind of like something craft. realistic. It looks, Oh yeah, I know. See, those are okay. So my daughter has been redoing a room cause she's, you know, old and wise now she's 11 or 
almost 12. Um, anyway, she wanted a chunky blanket for her bed. Well, if y'all have ever looked chunky blankets, they're like $200. I'm like, I think we can make this chunky blanket. And sure enough, DIY chunky blankets, there are all kinds of tutorials. It's actually a lot more straightforward. And so we just made a blanket and now it's she wants gorgeous. to start a, no, you're so sweet. Now she wants to like start a whole little business about it. But just thinking outside the box of like, what are some things we could do? Um, and it doesn't have to be, I, it doesn't have to be arts related, but just even, um, Christy and I were talking about us diving into new things, learning for nutrition. Like we always love learning new things and we're kind of feeling reinvigorated during this time to dive deeper into brain psychology for you guys. Um, but it could look like, it could look like anything, but I think kind of the we're at that point in the quarantine where it's a, it'd be a healthy, productive thing for us to, to take on. Absolutely. We we're listening to a podcast. We haven't been listening to many, so don't get, um, eye roll, but we were listening to one that was, I think it was Tim Ferriss. And he was talking about like looking back like six months from now, what are you going to look back and wish? Like when I did have all that time, you know, in spite of all the potential negativity that's all around us and how there are a lot of hard things, what am I going to wish? And, and be realistic with yourself. Like this probably isn't time to like learn a language or an instrument or like something really <laughs> ambitious. Yeah. For a lot of us are really just trying to survive. Yeah. However, maybe you do have a little bit more time to read than you have before. Mm -hmm. And so starting a virtual book club with your girlfriends, like a ton of great books have just come out or like Lacey was saying, you know, learn about something that you're kind of already um, interested in or, or like a low hanging craft idea like that, that you can maybe even mm -hmm. do with your kids or, um, just things that are super easy that eventually we are going to get back to kind of the fast paced, I mean, more than likely <laughs> chaos yeah. of our lives. And so when you do look back, even though there are aspects of this that are hard, um, what are the things you're going to wish you had done a little bit more of? And I love that thinking, right? I love and that. Again, not big things. Like we don't need yeah. any pressure to say like, I learned how to carve a, I don't even know, pen. No, but just doing something different and like yeah. taking on that challenge. Cause I think as adults, we kind of, we've talked about this before, like capped ourselves into labeling, like this is what we do, but we could all do something else. Um, my Olivia last week when we were making the blankets, cause she wanted to make one too. She looked up at me and she's like, mom, do you think we ever would have done this if there weren't the coronavirus? And I, it was like such an eye-opening moment. It was because it wasn't about making the blankets. It was just about like all the things we've done. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I actually don't think we would have done this. You know, like I wouldn't have painted the girls' rooms. And I, we wouldn't have been making blankets or um, I don't know. So it, what a gift to be able to have this time to do things like that. Absolutely. And it's so good for us. Like if, again, if you feel yourself stuck in that mental space, Sometimes all it takes is either, I can't remember which side of your brain is which, but moving into that creative mm -hmm. in, your, in your mind or doing something productive or, or it's easy just to get bored. Like we're yeah. just, we can just be bored. And so sometimes just a little mood boost could be doing something like that. And I love that you're getting extra time with your kids making memories. Again, it doesn't take away from some of the challenges, but it doesn't mean that we can't be really intentional yeah. about being with our families. I love that. Oh my gosh. 
I love okay. our tips. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to implement them today. Starting I know. We're going to, we're going to implement, these are our goal, our goal tips. We're trying to do them right now. We should say, um, if you guys have any questions about these, let us know, or we'd love to know what you're doing too. We would love any tips and we'll share it, um, on our pages. We also want to give you guys a little teaser. We have, um, a surprise kind of May group. What are we going to call it? Um, I can't give away too many details here. We just want to, we're going to unite a group of people together. We're looking for people together to unite for uh, just a few weeks in May. And we just want to invite people to come together and learn from each other and kind of reset what's happening right now and kind of kick off the summer on a good note of just like healthy habits um, and getting ourselves into feeling and fueling the best that we can. Yes. And do it like, I think that was a beautiful description without with being still being a little bit mysterious. Yes. Mysterious. Can't give away at all, but. But working together, I think is a real, a huge component component that we all need and we're missing. And um, again, just like some of the low hanging fruit and like we know, we know for sure summer is coming. So what are some things that we can do to set ourselves up for success in a way that's realistic and sustainable and makes us feel good and helps us um, just set things off on a positive foot? I like your description better than mine. That was good. I should have just stopped. No, that it was, was great. Awesome. Anyway, details are coming soon, but we would love for you guys to all join us and yes. invite your family and friends and let's just make, make it a big virtual thing where we're supporting and in it together. And it's kind of a great time to be like, okay, we're going to be in this, especially like with May, we're going to be homeschooling another month and home, even though, you know, it looks like some restrictions might start to be lifted, but, um, things are still going to look really different. So as we ease into that, let's Mm -hmm. join together and support each other through that. I love it. I'm excited. I think that's fantastic. All right, guys, we love y'all. We love y'all. So very much. Happy to be back together virtually. Just touched your nose, Christy. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Y'all have a great week and um, stay tuned for the upcoming news. Yes. Lots of fun things. We'll talk to y'all soon. All right. Bye y'all. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of the Living and Collective Podcast. For more information on our one-on-one nutrition coaching program, please visit us at www.livingandcollective.com. Also, make sure you're following us on social media and that you're subscribed to our email newsletters so that you can be the first to know when our next four-week nutrition challenge is going to be. These challenges are a lot of fun, a great way to learn about nutrition, and a wonderful start to living your best life.